Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler. And although he looks less thrilled, I am very thrilled to welcome back to the show the handsome, talented, funny, incredible, amazing, just one of my most favorite humans in the world, Yo, the athletics, Marcus can, Thompson. We, we, we cannot be lying to the Tracy Sandler Show listeners. That was pandering. That was not pandering. And you know why. Could do, can I, do I get to tell the story? <laughs> Actually, can yes. I, <laughs> you can well, no, you really kind of can't. Yeah, because... you can't. I was about to say, you really don't want me to tell that story. <laughs> you can't tell that story. But just know that we had a moment the other day where... I mean, it was an absolute shot fired from Tracy, my way. I mean, it was <laughs> I a guess you dagger. could tell the story in terms of... Um, nope, I don't, I don't know. There's no, there's, there's no... Listen, I know you. There's no way I can tell the story. Because because but, you you care a lot about other people and I do their feelings, I feelings and there's just no way feelings will not be hurt. But just know, trust me on this, <laughs> listeners of the Tracy Sandler Show, that pandering is Tracy trying to make up for the absolute shot she threw at me. The other, I mean, it was so bad she apologized like five times. I mean, it was incredible. It was clever. The shot. But man, it was. But can you admit, even if you didn't mean it, it was incredible. It really was. It's actually. It's. I think it's more incredible because I didn't mean to throw the shot. It, it really made it even better. And alas, here we are. I was driving home. I was driving home, and like maybe like thirty minutes from the. You know, been on the freeway for like thirty minutes, and was just like, ouch! Like that's. that's I still feel that one. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry, Marcus, you know you're my most favorite, but I've made up for it with that amazing introduction, which began with... I'm just calling it what it is. It's pandering. I got it. How handsome you are. It's just just, just pandering. I understand. It's all good. Well, Don't let Barrows know you said that, by the way. um, I called Barrows handsome in his introduction the other day, too. Yeah, but he he ain't going to take too kindly to you saying that to someone else. So just (laughs) Matt Barrows, don't, don't be offended. I mean, we all, all right. know, but don't be offended. <laughs> all right. Well, nobody tell then. Nobody tell Matt Barrows uh, that this happened. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. But I guess, even though this is really fun and I like the fact that the listeners are probably like, I really want to know what the story is now, uh, we should talk some 49ers training camp because they're like in it. And I don't know why I made that. If you guys are watching, you're seeing me do this thing with my hands. It's like a dance. Like I'm back at Taylor Swift, but they're in it today. The day we're recording this was day eight, Friday, day nine. We are coming up on those joint practices in Vegas before our very eyes. 
It turns out the quarterback battle that everyone talked about all spring long is not a battle at all. This is obviously Brock Purdy's team. I could have told you all that in March, but whatever. I did actually tell you all that in March, but I digress. But there is a battle. Wait, some people think it's not. They know now, but like I'm saying, okay. like in March, there was like discussion this whole offseason um, when it was always pretty clear. But now, I'm sure there are some people that still don't believe it. But no, it's it's his job. One thousand percent. Uh, so now the big battle is, of course, for the QB2 position between Sam Darnold and Trey Lance. What say you, Marcus Thompson? Uh, I don't know. I've been to one camp. How am I supposed to know? No, uh, well, you, <laughs> I'm going to take a bite of my cupcake. <laughs> and I'll take a bite of my Makua Banana Bread Company from Hawaii that just came in the mail. It's incredible. Yep. Banana bread with chocolate chip. Uh, I mean, look, it... it from what we know about Kyle and the offense and what he values in the offense probably feels like Sam Darnold's job. Uh, but it should be trace. If you ask me, um, not, not like, I think this is one of those situations where who plays better matters less than who it should be. Uh, Having Trey as the backup allows you to differentiate your offense. It gives you a, a different type of look. But I also think it's far closer to what you would do with Brock Purdy uh, than you okay. would do with Sam Darnold. Uh, I mean, what yeah. makes Purdy special isn't necessarily his pocket presence. It isn't his big arm. is isn't his size. It's his improvisation. Man, the dude is a playmaker, man. He is a straight baller. And... Okay. You can lean that way more with Trey than you can with Sam Darnold. But we know, you know, we know Kyle likes dudes who can get it out the pocket quick. We like he likes guys who can hit uh, with accuracy and consistency uh, along his route tree. And, and Sam Darnold's like he's he's been through stuff, man. Like he's got, you know, what I'm saying like he's got like a track record. Like he's got texture to his career. So you know, there's a there's a level of maturity and professionalism that is just kind of obvious when you watch him uh-huh. uh like he he just he just knows first off he's big like you can see him easily and he just knows by the way trey's big too man trey's big like, I trey's big he's <laughs> like wait a second man he's like trey's huge like hey, maybe yeah, it's because brandon big. allen is next to them right like brandon allen and brock Purdy are the other two right right <laughs> it's like two point guards playing with power forwards but <laughs> I, yeah trey's big but like there's there's just a sense of Yo, I need to get my career back on track. Vod mm-hmm. from Sam Darnold. And he's had enough failure that you could just tell, right? It, he just learned some valuable lessons in what has been a rough, fairly disappointing career. And Trey isn't there yet. But for me, watching Sam Darnold do this, watching the growth that he's made, watching the levels, it makes me feel good about like what Trey can do. It's like, yo, you write off a dude too early. He might pop up on another team's camp like, hey, this might be our guy, right? Like, we've seen that. And mm-hmm. then you, you take what Geno Smith did. And sometimes you can just feel like, yo, it might just be we can give up on quarterbacks a little too fast. You know, you know what I'm saying? But So mm-hmm. I feel like it should be Trey. I feel like they've invested a lot in Trey. I feel like the high-end potential is there. But from what we know about Kyle and his offense, it's probably, <laughs> it's probably Sam Darnold. Well, it's interesting. It brings up an interesting conversation because I I think there's probably a a little bit of post-trauma from last season. 
Uh, and if Kyle's looking at his offense and is saying, okay, should one go down? Who do I immediately trust to come in? I know what he can do. I know what he can't do. And can he win us some football games? By the same token, I think you're right about Trey. I think the ceiling is higher. Like you do know what Sam Darnold can do and can't do. With Trey, it's still a question, and that that may hurt, and the ceiling is higher. He's someone else, in my opinion, really has to get his career back on track and who may end up being very good somewhere. It just may not be here. Just Was it ever on track? <laughs> well, or, or, yeah, or on track. Take the back yeah. out. <laughs> Trey's got to get his career on track. It's You know, it's such an interesting, kind of a crazy thing when you think about a year ago at this time. Trey Lance was the starter. Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing the ball on a side field. Brock Purdy, last pick in the draft. Nate Sudfeld, they just given a two-year guaranteed contract to. And then everything just shuffled around, juggled around, like Fred Warner and Dre, Dre Greenlaw juggling on the field. Like everything just got juggled around. So it's just kind of crazy what's happened in a year. And with Trey, you know, I think there is a mental there's a mental part of that. And I asked him about that in spring and he was pretty open about it, that he's been talking to someone and he's been working through that. Cause it's a lot and it's a lot for someone so young to deal with. And it's just, it's just kind of bananas when you look at it. I was thinking of today cause they were doing team drills. A second team was out there and Brock was on the sideline huddled up with Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. And they're talking through things. And Brock looks like a, he looks like a veteran quarterback. Like, and they're listening to him and he's talking to them and he just looks like a veteran quarterback. He, he has that. And I was just thinking like, wow, because a year ago he was getting maybe two snaps practice. You know, the whole situation is incredibly like unique from, from an NFL perspective in any other universe. Like there would be no question. Like this is Trey squad in mm-hmm. any other universe, but you got two things that happen or two things that exist that make him different than probably any other top tier draft pick quarterback who's, who's been drafted, you know, who's been drafted like top 15 in the last whatever year. Number one, you got drafted to a team that really is in play for a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So the, the immediacy changes every timeline. And the other thing is like, you know, Brock Purdy came out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. a part of this is like how good, like you talk about season opportunities. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got a game to win. I mean, you, you throw out every other metric possible. If you got a game to win based on what you've seen up until right now of every snap they've taken, you can factor all that in. You want Brock Purdy on the field like you want Absolutely. him. You know what I'm saying? And But that's what he was able to do in the window he had, which is historically impressive, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. And I do feel like Trey will get tainted because of this like wild scenario happened, right? And just uh-huh. this meteoric situation. Like nobody knows about nobody ever talks about how good Drew Bledsoe was. You know what I'm saying? But like right. you know, out of nowhere, here comes the greatest quarterback of all time, right? Like now. Right. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that he landed in that spot. But and, and you know, um, you, you know, you in the Bay enough. I know you're LA girl, but you in the Bay enough to know, like, this is very akin to what the Warriors would deal with. And they just got rid of all their young players because it's like, mm-hmm. yo, you got a chance to win right now. Steph Curry is in his prime and you can't have a bunch of dudes who are not ready to play right now. You know, and mm-hmm. that's, 
the 49ers are in a very similar situation. I mean, like Kittle and, you know, uh, uh, Trent Williams, right? Uh, like, you start thinking of these OGs who, like, yo, this is my shot to win a championship. <laughs> like, you got time to be waiting for dudes. Like, who could play right now? It's a very similar situation where somebody might have some upside and potential. Like, there's just no time. And in the NFL, it's even less time, right? Like, you, they might have already missed the window. I know the window is still open. And maybe we could talk about just how loaded this team is. But, like, they got to win right now. Like, this is it. This is the year. So, how do you how do you wait? Like when you could, when yeah. that's the parameter, you got to go with the dude who can win right now, and that's a difficult spot for John Lynch. But it's pretty obvious when that's the stakes. Well, and last year, going into training camp, the idea was trail of a season to play. He's played barely any football. He will hopefully be better week one, week eighteen than he is week one. They win enough games because they are so loaded, and we can get to that in a minute to get to a wild card, and then you see how he does. But no matter what they say, and Jimmy was available, and how lucky are we, and we had this insurance, and I agree with all that, especially in retrospect, they did not sign Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy Garoppolo, because they were convinced that Trey Lance would be better in Week 18 than he was going to be in Week 1. They did sign him as an insurance policy. They didn't realize how much of an insurance policy, but they signed it because we it was that same feeling. We got to win now, and we need somebody we know can win. And then, unfortunately, Trey gets hurt, and that's no fault of his. It just is what it is. And now, here we are. I mean, the truth is, like, he might actually just have to get a shot on another team. Oh, I think that I would say that's 100%. Not Maybe not 100. I would say 75%. I think that's what the truth is. And and the – I mean, because, number one, like, you just – like, more than anything, to be able to win with a young quarterback is so valuable in the NFL – but when you got a quarterback, like, I mean, we're talking about you want a guy on a first-round pick salary, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you want to win with that. I mean, you might make more money than Brock Purdy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like... <laughs> I don't think I do, but, <laughs> but we make, it's possible we're not that far off. I still think Brock is making more than I am, but you know. I mean, know. it's close. You know, y'all in the same tax bracket, probably. But, <laughs> I mean, think, like, think, if you could win a Super Bowl with a quarterback making 900000 like, that's... That's a crazy yeah, huge advantage. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's more like 875. I got it. But like, I, that's just such a crazy advantage to not, you know, like you you can pay Bosa, right? And then eventually we expect Nick Bosa to get to camp, but like Bosa's going to get paid. <laughs> like you can pay people when your starting quarterback is like making valet money. So it, it's an even bigger advantage because this dude was the Mr. Irrelevant turned into a starting quarterback. I just don't know how they walk away from that. Uh, and obviously, you know, injury is a part of it. So you got to have some security. It, it's just, t- it's a tough situation for Trey. Like, it's a really tough situation it is, for Trey. Not, it is. And I feel for Trey because it is a tough. I and mean, he really, he didn't do anything wrong. It's just, it's just circumstance. And so it may be, like you said, he could end up getting his shot. It's just going to be on a different team. That would, if my were to, someone said to me, like, right now, you have to make a prediction, then I would say he will get a shot somewhere. It's just not going to be here. Here's the thing, though. All right. Just say, look, man, we got three good quarterbacks and Trey's third. And you make this decision, you know, like, perhaps they almost would have got rid of Purdy last year, if not for the gut 
you know, of, of the 49ers front office. Like, yeah, I mean, but I like this dude though, right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but here's what comes to my mind when I think of why I probably rode with Trey. Purdy goes down, you get in a situation where now your number two is your starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Which on this team is if, a possibility. If Sam Darnold was to bed, who would be surprised? Nobody. Like, <laughs> then it's like, you just gave up Trey, you know, for a dude you already knew who is talented and looks good in camp and looks good in practice. But we've literally seen him get on the field and not produce. Like, we've watched it. So that would be a tough pill to swallow if you do make that choice. They're getting rid of Trey. I, don't, I think they're keeping the three of them, at least I don't for know, now. Man, that's just a lot. If I just you're, think there's the trauma of. I mean, I don't know how you put Trey on the practice squad, but... That's the thing. Do you go put Sam Darnold on the practice squad? The trauma of the NFC Championship game and the season, they, need. They, I think, are a team that feels like they really need three quarterbacks. I don't don't know. And then the other thing is, for right now, for Trey, he could go out there and have the most incredible preseason, in which case I think then he becomes a number two quarterback. But... He had an incredible yes. preseason, but like right now for Trey, are they going to get enough for him? Nah, they probably wouldn't. That it's worth would. losing him. And from Trey's perspective, I mean, I think obviously Trey wants to play, but I don't know. You're here. You know this offense. You were drafted here. Like you're under contract. You've signed a very big contract. Yeah, you're getting paid. Like, you get like, paid. Yeah. Maybe you stay, maybe you, maybe you as Trey Lance, maybe not, but maybe you as Trey Lance swallows that pill and like, yo, man, put me on, put me on the practice squad. We good. Put me on the practice squad. I want to help this team win a Super Bowl. And I've seen what happens to quarterbacks. I've seen what happens to injuries here. Like I got, I got a So do they keep three and then put Brandon Allen on a practice squad? I I mean, if they keep three, I mean, if you're Sam Darnold, do you, do you stay as the number three? Sam Darnold may not have the same feeling about that as Trey Lance would. But by the same token, Sam Darnold. I think one of them going to want to bounce. Whoever's number three is like, yo, man, forget this. I can go be a backup at another place. I don't know that I could. This could be maybe. I I don't know Trey at all. I could be wrong. I don't know that I could. I mean, I I don't like I wouldn't say like I know Trey. Obviously, I've covered him the last few years, but I wouldn't say I like know Trey. But I mean, I have you covered him really? Him. Was he really actually around? You're right, I really covered? haven't covered him all that much. Right. <laughs> very, very. The most time I spent with Trey was the um, the Thanksgiving event that they did in 2021, and I spent the most time of that event with Trey and Jimmy Ward. And I felt like that event I did get to know Trey a little, but certainly not to like the level I could say about somebody else. But I think he has a more he would have a more compelling reason to swallow that pill. By the same token. Sam Darnold may not. Sam Darnold may say, no, I want to go be a backup somewhere else. But Sam Darnold may also have a similar, like, well. I could win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I could win the Super Bowl. <laughs> or, and I'm on or a we've already, and I I'm watched on a Josh team. Johnson in the year last year. So, hey, maybe I got a shot here. Maybe you have a shot. And watching and knowing that people get hurt around here. <laughs> like, I'm not, it's nobody's fault. They just do. Um, so, I don't know. I think it's an interesting it's just All right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this then. Let's just okay. say, for the for the sake of realizing you're going to play till January, and you Maybe already February. got 17 game schedule, right? Like, 
do the, maybe you don't rush bring Brock Purdy back in Pittsburgh. You oh, know, they're bringing like, back. I know they are, but I'm just saying this is my hypothetical. Like, you know what? Let's give it one more week. Let's give it one more week before we throw you out there against monsters. Who you starting week one in Pittsburgh? I can't even answer that question because they're starting Brock. Yes, you can. You can go down a hypothetical. I can't. Universe. I can't. On this one, I really can't. Th- because this is because you don't want to make the choice. You don't want to make the oh, choice. Oh, I'll make the choice. I would start Trey Lance. I'll make the choice. I start Trey. Oh, there you go. But, but it's it's just a hypothetical that's like he's already ahead of schedule. He already practiced. He didn't have that extra day off that they had talked about like a week and a half ago. Like, it's Brock, Listen, Brock we already Curry. saw we already saw uh, uh, Farrell do too much <laughs> and, and make contact with Brock Purdy. I'm just saying, don't be speaking too soon. Things happen. Oh God, preseason that slate to happen. I'm just saying, who you feeling but comfortable with if, going into Pittsburgh? Then I would. Then I I would definitely start Trey. But I because I kind of believe kind of what I said earlier. Not I don't kind of believe. I believe what I said earlier is that. You don't know the ceiling with Trey. You know the ceiling with Sam Darnold. And also, he's got some familiarity with the guys that he'd be playing with. Absolutely. I mean, he all last offseason, he was the guy with the majority of this offense. This in the spring, he got he and Sam Darnold split time, but Trey is already ahead of the curve because he'd spent all last offseason and the first week of the season and and the second preparing for game two with most of these guys. So that's how I would go with Trey if that were to happen. But knowing that it's Brock, it's Brock. But I guess with that in mind, I'm also saying I would pick Trey as your QB too. So we agree on that then. All right, gotcha. We do. We agree on that. And we agree that you're handsome. No, we don't actually. <laughs> yes, we do. And we certainly agree that that is totally pandering because <laughs> of the burn I still feel from the other day. <laughs> Oh, Mark, it's too funny. All right, you wanted to talk about how loaded the roster is. The roster's super loaded. Disgusting. Oh, oh, look, uh, 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 here's the other factor, too, that leads me. One last point about why I feel good about Trey. You know, you know what, what the difference maker is when I'm deciding this? For whatever issue might be there with Trey as far as like accuracy, reading the right throw, you know, consistently hitting the guy. You know who makes that abundantly an easier job that wasn't there the last time he had these snaps? I think Christian McCaffrey is a huge difference maker. I mean, that's also the case for Sam Darnold, right? But when your safety valve is Christian McCaffrey, (laughs) like, that's Wasn't a game changer. Christian McCaffrey, Sam Darnold's in Carolina, though. Yeah, he was. Well, how so many he, games did they play? I don't. I I don't know. But he was. They were there at the same time. And they did they win? Not that many. And not that much, man. You <laughs> are hate. So, you are hating on Sam Darnold all of a sudden. I'm Jeez. not hating on Sam Darnold. What? I'm really not. And he seems like a really nice person. And I I do think he's a. I think he's a decent quarterback. I just am saying. I'm going with the ceiling, you know, like I'm just going on like where, what I know of a ceiling. And I just think Trey's ceiling. I think Christian McCaffrey is a safety valve more so for Trey because of certain abilities Trey has that maybe Sam Darnold does not. Oh my God. Look at us. So much agreement. I love that. What was I supposed to disagree? You can disagree with me on my show. It's not like I'm like, kick you off. 
I know, I'm just playing. I, I just thought about it. it. just came to mind. But so, you know, my little one day at camp, right? I should. I was, was supposed to go. It was a special day to have you there. I was, I was supposed to go Thursday, but I got sidetracked. And there Which is why I originally guest. invited him on the show, and now he's going Friday. But I'm still so happy you're here. Hey, you're so the, handsome. There will, be, <laughs> there will be a special guest, by the way, with me <gasps> on Friday. I'm not telling you, oh. but. I have uh, an idea, and I am very excited. Uh, so it was one of those things like when you're, when you're at camp, uh, and so much yep. is happening, like, you know, obviously they're divided up and there's, but it's like, and then you remember when I first saw you and you were like, I'm going to the other side of the field. Then you just disappeared uh-huh. when somebody had stopped me to talk to me and you didn't bail me out in the conversation. Nope, I was trying to get going. out. Yeah. Okay. Remember I got that? a job to do Marcus. <laughs> I got a job to do. <laughs> Part of that job isn't bailing me out from. Nope, I got a, I got content to create, and so nothing was getting created over there. So, but you know, like it's figuring out where to go, mm-hmm. and the, the what I was thinking was like it's crazy how, no matter where you go, you can't go wrong. It's no true. matter where you go, there's somebody to watch. Like there's true. like, and no matter where you go, you end up saying, "Yo, who is that? Oh, that's." <laughs> right so mm-hmm. if you're with the receivers you're like yo brandon Ayuk looks amazing if you're with the linebackers obviously you got fred warner but dre greenlaw looks incredible right mm-hmm. like i mean you go with the defensive line right like i mean no matter where you go like there's somebody you're like oh yeah he gonna be nice and it just yeah. had me thinking you know you know you obviously watch the shows and you hear the talk and it's like i think low-key people are asleep on the 49ers I mean, yeah, which team, I think is better for the 49ers. No question. And obviously, like, quarterback matters a lot, right? And there's a lot of people who just don't believe that that Purdy thing wasn't a fluke. So if it's like, if you don't have the quarterback settled, how good can you actually be? But, mm-hmm. man, this team is loaded. And guess who's not even here yet? Like, we're watching defensive line. It's like, they don't even and have Bosa. Nick Bosa is even here yet. Like, it really is rather incredible. They, I'm. This is just a recommendation. I think they should really do everything they can to get Nick Bosa here as quickly as possible. I don't know. My, I, I'll donate the rest of my banana bread if that'll close the deal. I think that'll do it. I've heard he's a big banana bread guy. So the the, I mean, if there is a weak part, right? Because you go to the running backs. Uh, I was just trying to think like, what's the weak part? It might be secondary. It might be the secondary, but I Look, think think about that. You got Gibson, Hufanga, Ward, right? Uh, you got uh, Oliver now. Like, I'm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw Lenore in there. Yeah, Lenore. Lenore really a lot. He's. I think Lenore is a very good football player. I'm going with Ambry. This is this is Ambry. Well, Ambry went to Michigan, and and as long as you bring that up, just, Ambry is the, really I, now. That's me pandering back to you. You are because I, Ambry went to Michigan, <laughs> and so as long as you bring it up, the Michigan guy has made a real shift. This offseason, I'm going to be doing a story on that in the not-so-distant future, but he's made a real shift this offseason. And that's like if he plays to the potential you saw at the beginning of his rookie year, that's their backup. There you go. Go blue. And also, and let me point something else on as long as you brought it up. Here you go. There I knew it was coming. three Michigan players on I this team. Number one, I think we all know number one, Jake Moody, Money Moody. You that, have that's to the thing. Even day. like you have that little kind of breaking the action to roll out. All right, going to do field goals. Then you got the kicker, like literally not missing anything. 
and smooth, like, oh, look, there's a 65-yard kick going through the uprights. He's amazing. You got Ambry Thomas we talked about. Ronnie Bell, who I I go back and forth. It's going to be hard for him to make the 53, but I do believe he'll be in the building. Brian Greasy, quarterbacks coach at the University of Michigan, and they had a Taco Charlton this week. I don't know how long he's staying, but my point being, with all that Michigan in the building, I mean, this team can't lose. doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. I could be playing quarterback. That's not true, but. What if there was a Michigan State quarterback? Well, God, the show quarterback really made me love Kirk Cousins. But I don't know how I could – I don't know about having a Michigan State quarterback around. That's too much for me. I you walked away so. loving Kirk Cousins? I did. I walked away from that show and feeling bad for the sometimes jabby – not mean, but jabby things I would say about primetime Kirk on Twitter. And I don't think I'll ever say anything like that again. Why not? Because he's a nice guy? He seems like such a nice guy. And his wife dressing him and the whole thing, I mean – I, am, I, 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 felt like he, I felt like he kind of threw her under the bus. No, I think it was really sweet. No, I felt like he was like, hey, man, whatever is wrong with my outfit, my wife did it. I feel like that's what he, <laughs> I don't think that's what he was doing. <laughs> I was watching was, it with my wife. I was like, yo, I would never do you like that. No, I thought it was really sweet. I think it's really It's sweet. like, dude, what, what is that flannel shirt? Oh, my wife dresses me. I was like, dang, dude. <laughs> so out of pocket. Really sweet, and I loved I loved him after this. And I'm not going to say one more jabby thing about him ever on this on the interwebs. Just in case, this might this might help you, right? I don't know if this enters your decision making at all. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But just in case you ever wanted to make more jabby comments about Kirk Cousins, no, never. I'm going to tell you something about him that will let you know. That it is okay. Because in his career, Kirk Cousins has made $131 million. So I think he's just fine with the jabby comments. I feel like he will survive. Like they have me. No, I feel like they should be how they want. Like, I I love that. That's the part I loved about it. Like, yo, they're going to be who they are, man. I love it. It's great. Even with the money, I just feel like I'm it's just not saying, nice. if you wanted to say something jabby, like he'd be all right. You got a great family and $131 million of career earnings. I want to hurt his feelings. And guess how much he's making this year? I'm the kind of person, I'm like such a, I'm the kind of person, this actually will not surprise you at all. When they showed the first thing was week one and everybody made fun of his shirt and he's like, oh, my wife dresses me. I cried because I was like, that's so sweet. And I'm so sorry if I said anything that may have hurt his feelings. And now I feel bad about it. And I cried. I am the only person who watched quarterback and cried. Well, that's not true. That's probably not true. You're right. But maybe maybe the only person who watched quarterback and cried about that. I cried when Mariota got benched. That was sad. I was in Hawaii. It was like, come on, man. I'm in I'm in your hood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm in your hood. No, uh, I didn't cry. I don't feel like that was bad, though. I, I mean, besides the fact that he threw his wife under the bus, which I thought was hilarious. Stop <laughs> saying mean things about Kirk Cousins. Why is that mean that he was just like, yo, my wife did this. I know y'all don't like this shirt, but see that lady over there? Like, she chose it. <laughs> and I'm such a good husband that I just wore it, even though I knew it was ugly. But oh my gosh, I did it again. I just jabbed at him. There's something wrong with me. I appreciate Marcus. them. I, I, I loved how they... 
they were just unapologetically them. I loved it. Yes, they are. I love that. I loved Kirk it. Cousins so forever. back to the loaded roster. I really did want to come into camp though and be like, Kyle, I get it. I get it now about Kirk. I get it. I love it. Oh, I bet Kyle hates that part of him. I'm sure he does, but it's nah. the part of him I love. <laughs> who, who, who are the players that, that Kyle love? Like the maniacs, right? <laughs> <laughs> All that, all that kind. So the cows like, yeah, nah, be. I need a. I I want a maniac. Give me a maniac. Need a maniac. Yeah. Or maybe it's different at quarterback, but because Matt Ryan was a nice guy too, from which, from what I could tell. But back to the loaded roster. The amount of the amount of places they have depth. uh, You 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 could forget that this team was one unfortunate injury away from the Super Bowl, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Like we forget about it, but when you look at this roster, it's like, oh yeah. And if any of these guys actually take any leap, I think you said if if this if this uh, camp is like seventy five percent of how Brandon Ayuk is going to look <laughs> during the season. I mean, like, you, you yeah, it, it, I think I did. Yes, I think I did say that actually. Thank you. It was um, just, yeah, it, it's insane it, it, to think they might be better. Debo said in the spring that you couldn't catch Brandon Ayuk in a phone booth right now. And I think that was one of the more accurate things I've ever heard, but it's not just Ayuk, but I mean, he's it's just he's the idea the- that their positions on the team that went to the NFC title game where they might get better. Right. I mean, first off, and they the added defensive, yeah, the defensive front, right. We got Hargrave mm-hmm. and Armstead like in the middle, but like, if you're better, at wide receiver, if you're better with Hufanga, if Gibson is better in his second year running the defense, right? If Greenlaw is better at line, like, because these, we're not talking about like 35 year olds, right? I mean, some of these positions, like if Ambry is better, you know, Uh like, I mean, there's some, you just start looking like, man, this team is loaded. And also, I mean, what, this is, this is McCaffrey's first camp with the team. Yeah. Right, like you know, it's all kind of stuff where you're looking like, "Yo, this team was in the NFC title game, and if not for an injury, might have been in the Super Bowl." And you kind of forget about that, and then you start looking at the strengths and like, "Hey, some of these dudes might be even better." Like you look at like Ushek and Debo. It's like, all right, they set. You know, Trent Williams is set. But Debo will be better. Debo. Yeah, will I mean, be yeah. Then you start talking work. about like Spencer and 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 Aaron Bay. Like these dudes might be better. Like Spencer oh, Burford was a rookie. Like, hey, like, I'm gonna go back to Lenore. He's also gonna be better. Yeah, like it's it's just it's a wild thought. That's why I was like thinking, where I'm gonna go, where I'm gonna watch. But everywhere I went, there was something to watch. It was something like, oh, okay, no, it's some it's some ballers over here. And then you start thinking about some of these dudes might be better or should be better. You know, mm-hmm. some could be worse, right? Some could digress, but just the potential for this mm-hmm. team is is crazy. And if Purdy's healthy and if, if last year was as real as it looked. Like they're going to be a problem. They are. Book your flights to Vegas. And imagine people. if Trey Lance was a starting quarterback. My goodness, it would be the greatest team of all. They might run the table. Well, you have no retort for my silliness. No, I have not. On this one, I really, I don't. I don't even have any retort. I just, I'm just like, uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, Marcus, I love you. Have to be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was great having <laughs> you on. This will be the last time we'll be on the Tracy Sandler show, but you know, please let people know where they can find you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, this actually was really great and really fun. And 
Book your flights to Vegas, people. This team just might be going to the Super Bowl. All right. Let me tell you the story that when Tracy dissed me. So it'll be yeah. getting all, no, I'm not. You, there's no way. There's no way. I just don't think there's any way to do it without there's hurting no anyone. There's no way. There's no way. There is not a way. I am not a feeling hurter. Just know that Marcus gave me a layup to tell him how handsome he is. And I No, just- that is not what happened. That is literally not what happened. That is so now you gonna make me tell the story now. <laughs> you can't. You cannot tell the story. That is not what happened. That is not what happened. <laughs> this jab was out of nowhere, completely unexpected. I was blindsided. And I walked away looking like Errol Spence did against Terrence Crawford. That's how much he <laughs> that's how strong that jab was. It was pretty strong, but just know it was great friend. though, for the record. It was, it was. incredible. Like, yeah, it was the the funniest part was when you realized what you said and it was like, <laughs> oh, that was so mean. And then you just started apologizing profusely, but it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, Marcus, I love having you on the show. Thank you for coming back. Uh, Tell no everybody problem. where they can find you. I don't want them to find me. Okay, well, just... Not like your home home address, like on social media. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when when I do social, it's at Thompson Scribe, but I don't social that much. You no. can find my work on the Athletic. How about that? There we go. Uh, and you should. You guys should read all of his work because he's an incredibly talented writer. He is one of the best at his job that you will find. Last and question. that's not pandering. Last question in in Las Vegas, whether yes. it's pre-game or in practice you got purdy coming towards you on your left and you got jimmy garoppolo coming towards you on your right which one you which one you choose which one you go to? for content for or whatever to, for, for to have a conversation with well probably jimmy because i get to see purdy all the time and i'm not going to get to see jimmy all the time so jimmy S- still treating him like mr irrelevant Unbelievable. I'm not cheating, but I one see of them. One day. of them is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And I see him every day and I get to talk to him multiple times a week and I'm going to see him all season you, long. You turn your back on Brock Purdy. I'm not going to turn my back. I'm going to say, hey, you Brock. Have to. You'd ha- oh, and then you I'm going to go to San Francisco because I won't. Be like, hey. But because I, this will be my only time to see Jimmy the entire season. And also I want to say, hi, Jimmy. How are you? Las Vegas. And, you know, all the things. And also, I have a really good piece of content planned, so I need your Jimmy to do it. Brock, if you're watching this, I choose you. Brock, if you're watching this, you are prominently featured on my Instagram because you're QB1. I think you're great. She's like, Brock, if you're watching this, feel free to come on to the Tracy's channel. Yeah, Brock, if you're watching this, come on anytime, and I'll be happy to choose you over Jimmy. No problem. (laughs) No problem at all. Uh, Brock, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave us a five-star rating and a super positive review. You can find me on Twitter at TracyFGSN, on Instagram at Tracy Sandler. We are brought to you by FIVO. We are brought to you by Bet Online. And Marcus, unless you have anything else to say, I'm going to say goodbye to the people. I'm going to see you tomorrow, and hopefully there are no surprise burns. I will do my best. Fingers crossed. Pray for Marcus. Bye, all. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.